What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Power Play. On today's episode, I sit down with a true inspiration, Kevin Hines. He is an award-winning global speaker, best-selling author, and suicide prevention and mental health advocate. He has touched millions with his story and his will to live. At an early age, Kevin was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and tried to take his life by throwing himself off the Golden Gate Bridge. Ever since then, Kevin travels the world inspiring and helping others who have had to battle the same things he has been through. If you guys want to hear about more about Kevin's story, go check out his book, Crack Not Broken. I left the link to that in the description below, as well as Kevin's Instagram and my Instagram. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. And if one of you is suffering and you're quiet about it, today, tomorrow, the next, ask for help. Practice never again silencing your pain. Tell the truth about it to someone. You're not alone. And suicide is never the solution to your problems. It is the problem. And you can defeat this pain one day at a time. Uh, Kevin, do you mind sharing a brief summary of who you are and what you went through for our listeners who might not know who you are. Absolutely. So uh, I was I was born in severe poverty. My biological parents brought drugs and they would die tragically of, of mental illness and drugs. And uh, I would be placed in a foster care my only full-blooded brother and I would be bouncing around from home to home together. He would pass away. We both had the same same disease of bronchitis, and he died. The closest person to me. Um, I ended up bouncing around from home to home until I got very lucky, unlike my poor brother, and landed in the, the Heinz home. And they would become my new mom and dad, Pat and Debbie Heinz. And, you know, really growing up as a kid, I thought, you know, everything's going to go great from here. And and then it all, you know, kind of came crashing down at 17 and a half when I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I began to have these hallucinations, auditory and visual, and these panic attacks and these manic euphoric natural highs and these crashing depression lows all simultaneously. I began to have paranoid delusions that people were trying to kill me out to get me or trying to hurt me all the time. And this led to me at 19 being so desperate and so in so much pain that I would attempt to take my life in a way that is 98, 98% fatal. I, I would, I would jump off the golden gate bridge. Um, it's important to note that 98% of those who do that never get to tell their stories. And of the 39, the 39 individuals that have survived that fall, roughly about, uh, 26 remain alive today, many of them out of natural causes or old age. Of those who remain alive today, um, five of us can stand, walk, and run. They call us the most exclusive survivors club in the world. There's a book of the same name by Ben Sherwood. And so I always make this point, though, that I get to be here, and getting to be here is a privilege and a gift, no matter the pain you're in, you know? Yeah, I believe that 110%. Um, you know, I feel that everybody has a story 
and everybody's here for a specific reason, you know, you might not know that reason from day one and you might not know that reason when you're 45 or even 55 hell. But I feel that everyone's part of this earth for a specific purpose. For example, I was born early. I was born three pounds, four ounces. I was a premature baby. Um, my intestines were twisted. I could have died on an operating table and I would have never been here today. All right. So I'm a huge, huge believer that everybody has a reason to be on this earth, whether it's good, whether it's bad, you know, everyone has some sort of a purpose, but it's about finding purpose and pursuing your full potential. And, you know, just, I guess, reaching that point of positivity where you can share it with everybody else. And your story is so inspiring. No matter how many times I hear it, you know, it makes me want to go outside and go for a run. You know, it's, it's <laughs> like, it, it's crazy to hear because, you know, you don't, you don't hear this every day, right? Because it's, it's just, it's not a topic that people usually talk about, right? Like suicide is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people because, you know, it's not brought up a lot. And I feel like with what you're doing, you know, and you've been doing it for how many years now you've been spreading awareness? 20 years. Right. So, and that's creating a sense of like, holy shit, like this is real. This like, just because you don't experience it doesn't mean it's not real. And having to talk with somebody who has gone through this or is going through this, it's like, okay, you know, we really have to look out for these things. We really have to help people because we're all here to help each other in a positive manner. Absolutely. And totally. But now um, I know you mentioned you have, it's a bipolar disorder. Yeah. Diagnosed bipolar type one with psychotic features, which means that I have the ups and downs of bipolar disorder but I have paranoid delusions and hallucinations, auditory and visual. Um, this is something that is a more severe form of bipolar. Now, how does somebody like you cope with that? A lot of ways. Uh, you know, I, I, I developed a 10 step regimen and plan to better balance my brain health, including exercise, edu- education as to my diagnosis, uh, eating healthily, coping strategies that better my brain health, therapies that, that better my brain, mind, behavior, mental well-being. Uh, so talk therapy, music therapy, art therapy, Blue Wave Lightbox technology therapy. I, I really, Joe, I use every trick I have in the bag to, mm-hmm. to battle this disease. And, and really, that's what it is. It's a brain disease. You know, people die by suicide just yeah. like they die of any other disease, any other organ diseased. Um you know, you have to look at it like that. It's, it, people aren't committing suicide. They aren't. They aren't uh, deciding to take their lives in a way that we decide to go get a slice of pizza or buy a car. Right. They they are compelled to die by their hands because of a lethal emotional pain that leads them to such a desperate place. And we recognize that we can hold empathy for them and we can help them stay alive. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, I was reading the other day that stagnant minds are like the overall collective of fear would you suggest that like you know what you do you have a regiment would you say that helps you no it totally helps me and not just helps me it's something i've shared publicly on my youtube channel and it helps it helps people all around the world people as far as peru africa china and japan have said that while following my 10-step regimen to stay mentally healthy uh, they see a, a dramatic improvement in their mental health over a six to nine month period of following that routine um, you know, it, it's, it's really simple. It's you just go to youtube.com slash Kevin Hines, type in the art of wellness and, and utilize those 10 steps to 
change your life today. Um, they're common sense tools for better brain health that anybody can use anytime. And people are finding them very helpful. And that's what they're there for. They're there mm -hmm. for free for people to, you know, some people have plans for like a lot of money. I, I just give it out because I want, I want as many people as humanly possible to find solace and recognize their true value and, and change their lives. I love it. You know, at the end of the day, Kevin, we're all human, you know, and this, unfortunately, this world revolves, it's, it's all money driven. Right. And, you know, guys like you, you said you give it out for free, I do. correct? Yeah. Both, both, awesome. both on my website uh, in PowerPoint format and on the YouTube channel in video format, they're three to five minute videos that are easily, easily digestible. And you can, you can make the steps a, a part of your everyday life. You can couple that with the, 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 um, the PowerPoint on my website and get more information there. And, and you can really, you can just start the journey to bettering your destiny. You know, I mean, if you're mentally struggling, this is for you. This is, this is made for you. Take it, use it, it and, and achieve your goals. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the way to be. I'm a huge believer in having regiment as well, you know, and sometimes I fall off the wagon, you know, just like everybody else. Me too. Does. Me too. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's human nature. It all happens. Um, but I believe that regiment keeps you from, you know, I guess going insane because if you're doing the same thing every day over and over again, it becomes a yeah. habit and to do those things, you know, you put it in perspective and you continue to do this every day. It's like, okay, you know, this is keeping me going. This is keeping me moving. You know, I have a purpose. This is my vision. Let's achieve my goals. Let's kill everything head on. You know, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And it creates a sense of importance and like, you know, I'm here for a reason. Let's find my purpose. Well, right. there, there, there are habits to being successful. And if you have those habits that are, that are a lead to success, you can, you can achieve great things. It, it's, the, it's the same way for your mental health. If you want to achieve great mental health, you have to work hard. You know, mm -hmm. I, I see a lot of people that are so mentally distraught that they, they don't have the ability to, to put in the work. But once they're, once they're a little more, once they have a little more levity in their system and they're a little more well from, from a treatment, a treatment center or, or facility or a recovery place that you can see them blossom and they, and they, and they really put in the work. And when they put in the work, um, their lives are forever altered. And that's the gate. That's the end game. That's the goal is to look, I, I live with a diagnosis that's very serious. Um, and it causes me a great deal of pain. I live with regular thoughts of ending my life, but I'll never die that way. And I, I fight it every day. And, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of, you know, I think people, one of the, one of the biggest messages I have for people is to stop with this narrative that you're suffering. Every clinician I've ever seen has told me I'm suffering with bipolar disorder. Um, they use that term very easily. And I challenge that narrative completely. If I say to myself, like I used to say all the time in my writings and my efforts and my blogs, I'm suffering with bipolar disorder, then I'm literally making myself the victim. But if mm -hmm. I say that I'm living with bipolar disorder, fighting bipolar disorder or battling bipolar disorder, that makes me the hero of my own story. And that, that allows me to challenge the narrative of suffering and say that I'm living with it and I got this on lockdown and nothing's going to stop me from being a success. Uh, and that doesn't mean like monetary success. It means life skill success. It means like 
Yes. I get to be the best version of myself, mm-hmm. even while I'm going through this kind of pain. Yep. I agree 100%. I'm a huge believer in, you know, mental health and spiritual health and truly being the best you can be. Because if you don't love yourself, nobody's going to love you. If you're not putting in your full potential and trying to grow every day, then what are you really living for? So I feel like it's about finding your positive purpose and taking that and running with it. Exactly. So, but, you know, and I've had this huge, uh, I, I just graduated a few months back. And as soon as I graduated, I said, you know what, put my head down. I'm going to work. I'm going to work on myself. And, you know, I always work on myself. I was a, uh, big advocate of going to the gym i love working out and i've always wanted to better myself but i never really truly knew how and i've realized along the way that it's not just physical health but it's mental health and spiritual health as well because like i said before if your mental health isn't there you know you're gonna go crazy and you're gonna say okay well listen i look good but you know i don't i don't feel okay yeah yeah Um, your brain is the single most powerful in your wheels if you don't care of it it'll go on uh, it'll, it'll, it can it can go haywire, and if it does, there goes the rest of you. Yeah. Now, Kevin, you inspire millions of people across the world uh, every day. What would you say your inspiration is? What gets you out of mm. that? You know, uh, I have to say that for the last you know sixteen years, it's been the love of my wife, Margaret. You know, um, she she inspires me to be a better person. A better man and uh i i try to just to, to to meet those standards every day you know uh yeah if i don't if i don't work tirelessly for my brain health I, I'm, i'll be in the psych ward you know? yep. and i work hard for her and i work hard for me and for my family and i'm inspired by my faith in God as well, which I have, uh, I've always had no, no pressure to put that on anybody else, but that's my life. That's my experience. And, and I'm inspired by my wife and my, and my, my close family. Um, you know, I'm also inspired by certain public figures that have mm-hmm. achieved great heights. Um, you know, one of, one of my biggest inspirations is, you know, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, you know, when I read his book, the rock says, um, I was, I was suicidal back then. It was the first time I was ever suicidal. Most people don't know this. And it was before I attempted off the golden gate, but reading that book at that moment in time saved my life because he talks about battling depression and winning and defeating it with faith. And it, it really, it shook me and it, it, it changed my trajectory in that moment because I was so close to attempting it that day, reading that passage in that mm-hmm. book. I highlighted it. I kept that book with me everywhere I went. Every time I was back in the psych ward, I had that book with me. And then my fifth psych ward stay, this kid named, this Mexican kid named Eduardo says to me, hey, I need that book more than you do. And it was signed by The Rock. And I was like, oh, wow. nobody, you're not getting this book. He's like, you don't understand. He goes, you don't understand. You're, you're not suicidal anymore. I still am. I need that book more than you do. And I handed it to him. I never saw it again, you know, but it was the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, he, he needed, he needed that, that push. Um, so that was a huge, it's been a huge inspiration for me to turn over a new leaf and to, to put in the work. And you, you know how the rock yeah. is the hardest worker in the room. Yeah. 
My dad always used to say, my dad always, my dad Pat always used to say, Kevin, hard work because nothing good ever came without it. And they're, they're both very right in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love what you said earlier about faith and having faith in God and such. And like you said, you know, not to put that on anybody, but I believe in God. Um, and like I said earlier, I was born premature. And I feel like I wasn't supposed to be here. I wouldn't be here. My parents called me Miracle Baby. And um, I know you had, you know, obviously an experience hands-on because you launched yourself over the Golden Gate Bridge. And, you know, how you, what, you sank 70 feet down? Uh, no, two, 220 feet, 70, uh, went 70 feet beneath the water. Okay. So it's, 200, it's a 220-foot drop down from the bridge to the water. And then you get sucked down into a vacuum 70 feet beneath the water's surface. Um, the impact uh, usually sh- shatters bones or shoves bones into people's torsos or their rib cages, obliterating their organs. There are tens of ways to die off the Golden Gate Bridge. Most are slow and violent. Um, there's one way to survive, and uh, I hit that way, and the impact shattered my T12, L1, L2 lower vertebrae, missing, severing my spinal cord by two millimeters. In the water, uh, a sea lion came to my aid to keep me afloat until the Coast Guard boat arrived behind me. This sea lion just kept circling beneath me, bumping me up, literally until the Coast Guard boat murmur was heard behind me, then it took off. The Coast Guard fished me from the water, and I, I would later meet one of the Coast Guard officers that saved my life. His name is Marcus Butler. He's a great guy. And and he would be in my film, Suicide, The Ripple Effect. And, and uh, this man... In his four-year tenure as a Coast Guard officer at the Golden Gate Bridge, would pick out with his unit 56 dead bodies from under the Golden Gate Bridge, and one live one, me, and that gave me a lot of perspective when I learned that. Because yeah. you know, of all of of of, of his entire career at at that station, it, it was all mangled dead bodies, and then and then me, and yeah, just feeling so blessed to be alive, so blessed to exist and to this, this gift of life, a second chance, really, you know, mm-hmm. that, that coveted second chance that people want, but not, not many people get, you know? Exactly. And I love what you say. You know, I was reading your mantra. You said life is a gift. That is why they call it the present. Cherish it always. I think that is beautiful. And it really puts perspective in for everybody else to say, you know, holy shit, I'm alive, right? Yeah. And, like, I don't know if you uh, listen to Gary Vanderchuk much, but um, don't quote me on this, but it's, like, one in, like, 14 billion chances you're born. And the fact that, you know, I having this conversation with you, like, I'm cherishing every moment of this because this could have been somebody else in my shoes, you know? Not to get all technical, but mom and dad could have done it five minutes later and I wouldn't have been here, you know? Yep. And that goes for everybody, yep. right? So... Everybody listening and you guys just need to cherish every single moment you're alive. You know, life is tough. It's a struggle, but you got to be mentally strong and you got to be, you know, you got to face your demons head on because if you don't, you're going to be in a struggle. You're going to, it's, it's going to, it's going to suck, you know, and you can, you know, apply yourself to that because, you know, you've been there and you've done that and now you're battling what you got and you're the hero of your own story kevin and it's truly inspiring to everybody listening and people that will continue to listen you know until we're all not here in 115 years and we're all gone and i'm sure your story is still going to live on because it is a beautiful outstanding story well thank you i mean i think that we have to 
we have to help people recognize that there's a life worth living. You know, we have to help, we have to help people who see immense pain every day, find ways to stay, you know, to be here tomorrow and every day after that. And, and in order to do that, you've got to make their life better. How do you do that? And part of it is building that routine, that regimen. And part of it is putting yourself in positions that don't jeopardize your mental well-being or your emotional health. Um, and part of that is surrounding yourself with people who are good and like-minded like yourself. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of a lot of opportunity to find grow, yeah. find ways to grow and and surround yourself with people that that are caring and empathetic, just like you. Yeah, I agree. I've been an advocate for that as well. You know, I've always liked to surround myself because I'm very mature for my age. I was never, when I was in high school, I was never into all the petty stuff. And, you know, I was always focused on me and the people around me and the people I love and the people that are going to better me and help me grow. And I have an extremely small circle. I don't talk to many people, you know, besides doing this podcast. I love reaching out to guys like you and, you know, others I've had on the podcast because everybody has a similar mindset, whether it's a routine, whether it's, you know, wanting success and success coming in different forms and, you know, different ways. And I've realized that like, it's, it's a blessing and a gift because so many people are stuck in this rat race of, you know, who did this and who did that, but nobody focuses on their spiritual and mental health, which I feel is huge, especially for, you know, um, someone who's going through a mental illness and, you really got to hone in on it, but I'm pretty sure you're, um, you have a few books, don't you? I have one book and then someone, someone wrote a book under my name and pretended that it was me. So oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> now your book is called crack, not broken, right? Crack, not broken, surviving and thriving after a suicide attempt. And then we're coming out, we're coming out with a book, um, a children's book pretty soon. And, um, and a, and a workbook on, on staying mentally well is also. So we've got, we got a few books in the works. Now, does your uh, book you have that now, Crack Not Broken, does that tell your story or that, like, would you recommend yeah, that to somebody? That tells my story um, up until 2013, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know if that, like, uh, was, I guess, like, a, a self-help book for somebody who may be going through. I mean, it is in a sense with this. It, it, it is. It's got, it's, got the, it's got the original version of the art of wellness in it uh, called the art of living mentally well. Um, uh, that's, that's actually in the last 15 pages of the book. So it's very helpful for people in that way. Okay, cool. So if you guys haven't checked it out, go check out Kevin's book. And then you said you have more in the works. So yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. So now, you know, people go through mental illnesses every day. What would you you know, consideringly say to somebody who is like willing, like wants you to take their life, how do you approach them? How do you go about the situation? So if someone is right now considering suicide, I would say, first of all, stop and take a breath in four seconds to the nose, out eight seconds, pursed with lips, like a whistle, but no sound. And take, take a few more, do 30 deep breaths, slow your heart rate down, stay in the same position, don't move, don't go anywhere. And then begin to reach out to people nearby for help. Call anyone you can that you know loves you and tell them your truth. Um, Be bold. Be honest about it. Uh, You deserve this life until your natural end. You're beautiful just as you are. 
and you're a thousand times greater than the worst thing you've ever done. Don't attempt to take your life. It's not worth it. Suicide is not the answer to the problem. It is, in fact, the problem. And I want you to think of all the children who never made it past the womb. Those, the, my, my wife and I know that pain all too well. Jack Ryan lived eight weeks and no more. He clearly wasn't intended to be here in physical form. But you all are. For the simple fact that you can hear my voice, I know you're supposed to be here. So stop, take a breath, recognize your true value, and stay here. I love it. Couldn't have said it any better, Kevin. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, now, I know at every, you know, at the end of your speech, you have everybody stand up. And I wanted to go through that process with you. Can we do it? Because I saw it on Logan uh, Paul's Impulsive podcast, and I <laughs> wanted to do it with you. <laughs> yeah, so at the, at the end of my speeches, when I get, so, I, so I, I travel the world sharing my story, and I give, I give presentations on my life story about how to defeat suicidal ideation. And at the end of my presentations, I usually have people stand up um, and, and we do it, we, we, and we conquer our negative inner critical voice. So we go, we kind of stand up, we go, you are, and then you, and then you repeat, you repeat after me. Okay. All right. You are, you are beautiful, beautiful. You are, you are amazing, amazing. You are, you are wonderful, wonderful. You are, you are a phenom, a phenom. You are, you are. Supposed to be here. Supposed to be here. And damn it. And damn it. You are the greatest. You are the greatest. The best. The best. And the most important person on this planet. And the most important person on this planet. You are a gift to everyone who sees you. You are a gift to everyone who sees you. And you are intended to be here until your natural end. And you are intended to be here until your natural end. Be here tomorrow. Be here tomorrow. And every damn day after that. And every damn day after that. There we go. Dude, that's amazing. I wish I'd do. Oh, I'm going for a run after this. Kevin, we're going to the gym. We're going for Let's a do run. It. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, dude, you are a true, true inspiration. And thank you for coming on here and chatting with me today. It was an honor to talk to you. Um, I love it, Kevin. You're the you man. You bet, brother. You're Jonah, the man. Peace, brother. Have a good one, man. Take care.